As yet nobody welcomes you to the newly expanded Get This with Tony Martin and Ed Cavalli. Oh, I'm feeling so newly expanded this morning, Ed. <laughs> hey, today we salute the forgotten victims of drought and global warming in this country, those suffering from bucket back. <laughs> what? Bucket back. Oh, name your favourite Keith Urban song. That's on today. Who's got the sack now? Why should today, tonight's Nicholas Boot and that <laughs> Sex with Goats text message guy have all the redundancy fun? When uh, do bullies have your best interest at heart? Oh, we're talking about that. Oh, yes. <laughs> we're throwing out to the bullies <laughs> that today. Gotcha. What about inappropriate funeral behaviour? Uh, yes. Who's got a street named after them? Oh, and the yes. phrase nanny state. Are you hearing that a lot? <laughs> Oh, it's it's the new political correctness gone mad. Oh yeah. As long as you can uh, say that we're living in some kind of nanny state, oh, yeah. you can just get away with any old shocking behaviour. Water's in a nanny state. Oh, we're well. It's all coming up on the nanny state that is. Get this, where <laughs> at least we take the music seriously. Do you love me? Yes, I do. Do you love me? Yes, I do. Do you love me? Yes, I do. I mean, for heaven's sake, can we get a sense of proportion? The modern sounds of men at work. Who can it be now? Welcome aboard. Let's get this around the nation. Tony Martin is my name. That's Hello. Ed Cavalier. Hi, hi. You've seen him on the TV. Richard Marsler, he's more enigmatic, but he is still worthy of a round of applause. Are them Oscars still going? I think so. I think there's still a couple more awards to be given away. I think the winner of Best Short Documentary is still going on oh, and on. Oh, good, yeah. good, good. Hey, we'll get to that later. We have... Yeah. I think far too much movie talk yesterday. And not one mention of an Oscar film. <laughs> not one mention of a film that even came close to an Oscar. <laughs> More mid-90s obscure comedies. Mid-80s even. One Crazy Summer must have been nominated for something. <laughs> Best art direction. Every time we do a movie show, I think, you know, we're going to lose everybody. Yep. Because in real life, I talk like that. And <laughs> people have been avoiding me for 20 years. <laughs> I'm going, hang on, how, what sort of effect must this be having on our audience? But then... The phones light up yep. and the emails explode. People just can't get enough. They, they want to ring up and tell you how their wife doesn't find Top Secret as funny <laughs> as they do. They need an outlet, you know? <laughs> They've been hemmed in for too long. Hey, uh, who is uh, Maxwell Caulfield? Are we back on the movies now? Yeah. Just quickly. Grease 2. in Grease 2. Now, someone has written into my MySpace saying that he played Sexy Rexy in, oh, yeah. uh, in Empire Records. Okay. So his career is just fine. That's Wonderful. A, two decades... Two movies. Popular steal from Video Shop's Empire Records. It is a very popular steal. let's get to movies later. Big issues going on. Dick Cheney. Do we know what's happening with Dick Cheney? Oh, Oh, he's down. Jesus. Jeez. He's had to leave. It's enough. Don't give him a Tommy gun. (laughs) Vice President. What's going on? Is that the sound effect from Home Alone? Yeah. (laughs) Keep the change, you dirty animal. Filthy animal. on movies again. At least people have heard of Home Alone. <laughs> it is filthy. So what happened? Dick Cheney is had it? to land in Singapore. Uh, yeah. yeah. Shot the pilot. What <laughs> What did he do? Not sure. I'm not sure, but listen to the anger that's uh, filling our newspapers in the wake of his departure. Here's a letter to uh, one of the Murdoch papers this morning. Cheney demo a disgrace. Mm-hmm. What a disgraceful lot of the great unwashed who protested <laughs> against the visit by the US president. Freedom of speech is one thing, but out-and-out hatred and anarchy must not be condoned under any circumstances. What's the bet the majority of this unruly mob are numbered among the 4.5% unemployed in this country? Uh, there you go. <laughs> Just when in doubt, turn on people who haven't got a job because they're clearly horrible. 
unwashed as well. <laughs> I love that. Have a shower. Out Get and out, it. hatred and anarchy. Isn't that described downtown Baghdad? <laughs> Send your letters to the Baghdad Herald Sun. But I'm surprised this letter contains no use of the phrase nanny state. Have you noticed I mean, people? What just, is nanny People state? just bust it out. Years ago, we had political correctness gone mad, and that yeah. was if you wanted to slag someone off or say something racist, and then someone objected. You go, oh, it's political correctness gone mad. Yeah. Why can't I be horrible? Yeah, exactly. Now we've got the nanny state. Anything you don't like, it's, oh, we're living in a nanny state. Is the Mexican way. Wave is being banned. No, that's a nanny state mentality. Fair enough, too. I agree. That was a nanny state. Okay, so if I don't like it, it's a nanny state? That ad with a kitty drives a car. Yeah. Well, let's get rid of that. Because we're living in an advertising nanny state. Ah. But I notice people are just starting to use it for whatever they don't want to, you know, be behind. Oh, right. Mm. And I saw someone in one of the papers the other day referring uh, angrily to water restrictions as evidence we're living in a climate control nanny <laughs> state. Oh. <laughs> but they did it in a Fran Drescher voice, which gave it extra zest, <laughs> oh, I thought. <laughs> the nanny state from Flushing Queen. Oh, that's nice. But, you know. Is so that, are we in one? So if is you, he showing a nanny state of any sort? Oh, it's a constant nanny state. Is it? But, you know, that's the thing. If you want to just get out there and waste water, I do. And then someone tries to stop you. What you do is just say, oh, we're living in another nanny state. Oh, right, 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 right. As I'm pouring buckets of water yeah. just onto the floor. You should be allowed to do that. It's Otherwise just nannyism. It's this is awesome. It's a great... I should have said that the other day with my flatmate. Uh, it's a share house, yeah, right? Yeah. Except when it's her stuff. Mm. Uh, and my computer had made its way onto her desk. Right. Which caused a oh, good you know, 20 minutes of... <laughs> it's um on my desk and I can't find any of my stuff. Oh, so well, I should have thrown the hands up yeah, and said, declared a nanny state. This is a nanny state. A space <laughs> availability nanny state. <laughs> declared them all the great unwashed. Yeah. Told them to get a job and marched out of there. Ivan Milat when he was arrested. Oh, oh, we're living in a murder nanny state here. I can't just kill a couple of people in a forest. <laughs> Political correctness it's gone a mad. shallow grave nanny state. But uh, your way. there is something going on that is very serious. Mm-hmm. Uh, you would have said, well, to do with global warming. I guess this is the first uh, deadly evidence of global warming in our in our suburbs. Yeah. Have a listen to this on the Water news. savers are being warned of new dangers around the home. Recycling efforts have led to a surge in spinal pain dubbed Bucketback. 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 Mm-hmm. Imagine if Buckethead <laughs> suffered from Bucketback. <laughs> I think he would. Well, he was on his bucket bonk. <laughs> Just going to lift. <laughs> but it is. Have you got another one of those clips? The minute that I bend over the bath to fill the water up, I realise this is not doing my back any good. Months of carting the precious drop to her backyard have given her the painful condition bucket back. Backyard bucket back. This bucket back. We're living in a bucket back nanny state. I'll be back. It's a scourge. It's very frightening. I got in uh, this morning to discover Richard Marsland up with Maddie Dower. Mm. Bend over the computer. It was Richard Marsland on the wheels of steel. Have a listen to what he's come up with. It's a warning to us all. Bucket back. (laughs) The painful condition. Bucket back. This is not doing my back any good. Bucket back. Experts recommend bucketers bend their knees, twist, keep feet apart and lighten the load. You ready? Bucket back. (laughs) 
Wow. Three That's hours. Brilliant. You guys are the next rogue traders. That's three hours, and all that applause is to Matt Dow. <laughs> You're the next Zig Zig Sputnik. You- <laughs> does that count as a song? I believe it does. No, it doesn't. We're, We're taking doesn't. it seriously. I'm being told we have to play a proper song. Okay. Let's do oh, it. we're living in a have to play songs <laughs> nanny state. That's what we're living in. If we get this. Oh, look, that'll be Snow Patrol. Hands open. Here we get this around the nation on Triple M. Hello to anyone suffering from Bucket Back. Oh, best of luck. <laughs> it's getting about. Thank you to Tam, who uh, messaged me on MySpace to talk about Maxwell Caulfield. Don't want to claim Maxwell Caulfield knowledge as my own. Okay. Is she, is she an official friend of your MySpace? She's one of the lucky 754. <laughs> wow. Selective. Toto, listen to the bell, Toto. Tolls for thee. You're going to get around and meet them all. <laughs> I love how the Toto music didn't come in. I'm glad we've no, purged oh, the yeah. of that this year. That was getting really <laughs> annoying towards the end of last year. Hey, what about uh, the Oscars? How many people watched it? I It was about quarter past 11, and I'm sitting there. Red carpet had just finished. It was... <laughs> Jeez, that's the most uncomfortable viewing you could ever hope for. I, ha- I was sitting there with my dinner on my lap. Uh, everyone's sitting around, you know, watch the red carpet. I can't. I just something inside me twists and turns when Wilkins walks up. You know, it's oh, going to be embarrassing. Talking you know? to Nicole Kidman, they're oh. sort of arguing about what the name of the fashion designer of the clothes she was wearing was. Can someone talk about the films at some point? Well, no, you can't. So he said to Will Smith, "This must be a wonderful day for you." Will Smith goes, "Yes." Um, what are you wearing? <laughs> Suit, man. <laughs> Get away from me. But this guy? By quarter past 11, the Channel 9 news breaks had been reduced to saying, the Oscars are still going. <laughs> and I'm sitting there and I'm going, hang on a second, I'm waiting to see whether Melissa Etheridge is going to win an Oscar for her song from Al Gore's global warming documentary. Do you know, Life is too short for this. <laughs> People are in tuxedos celebrating... Like, at the cost of billions of dollars, they're celebrating the fact that a song from a global warming documentary is winning something. Well, she did She did drop a bombshell with yeah. Wilco on the way in. She, oh, said, really? uh, she said that she managed to rhyme inconvenient truth with youth. Yeah. She was pretty happy with that. <laughs> Fantastic. Give her a statuette. The guy who made the inconvenient truth, mm. you know, a celebration or a warning mm. of the end of the world. Yeah. As soon as he got his Oscar, yes, fantastic! <laughs> the end of the world's paying off big time! <laughs> Do I get a car with this thing? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm I'm surprised that uh, the end of the world hadn't arrived by the conclusion of the broadcast. What? Yeah. How did it blow out so long? Well, I, I love staying up for the, uh, the dead people in the entertainment industry montage. Yeah, oh, that's yeah. always emotional. That's that I, I expected it... to see my own face in the montage. <laughs> it's going so long. Exactly. It's very entertaining though. <laughs> Abigail that... Breslin looked wonderful. Yeah. Didn't she though? She had some work done, I think. But Jack Nicholson. <laughs> she had some work done. <laughs> possibly Jack Nicholson. Uh, Nikki had a theory on Jack Nicholson that he's gone the Britney. Oh, oh in sympathy. Oh, Because he, okay. he shaved his head. shaved his head. So we were all meant to do it to make Britney feel better. Ah, Jack's leading the charge. Yeah. Good on you, Jack. Good idea, I thought. Oh, right. I think it was the shadow puppets that blew the thing out. <laughs> is, that, is that it for you? You know, they're going, oh, Ellen's so generous. Is she going to be, oh, that might be a bit TV, a bit dodgy. Let's Shadow puppets. <laughs> Can anyone do a rope trick? That'll help blow out the time. That'll get us going. Be interviewing Clint Eastwood in the audience. Yeah, I know. Like it's, you know, hey, hey, it's Saturday. That's a good idea. (laughs) Hey, hey, it's Saturday, four hours every Saturday night. I Uh, I didn't know he spoke Italian, though, Clint Eastwood. That was quite, I mean, I know he spent a lot of time on those Italian. Well, he must do because he was translating what Ennio Morricone was saying. And I know he obviously spent a lot of time on those Italian films in the 60s. Yeah, that didn't go on too long, did it? (laughs) It didn't prolong things. Even Ennio's wife was giving him the, come on, get to the end of that sentence, buddy.
the, did you see the uh, how upset the guy was? One of the guys, one of the Mexican dudes, won for Pan's Labyrinth. Oh, yeah. And the music came in over the top, and he started complaining to the model standing behind him, ushering him off. He's like, what is going on? I've got some more to say. And she's like, get off. Get off. No one cares. And no one cares about your art direction. <laughs> how many times in the papers today is uh, Kate Blanchett described as either luminous or incandescent? Oh, she yeah. can stare with the best of them. Yeah, I hear she's uh, that. Uh, the incandescent uh, Kate Blanchett is being replaced by a more energy-efficient actress. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I heard. What's <laughs> a nanny state? We're living in a light bulb nanny state now, are we? I think we are. And Oh, hang on. Have I gone on too long? Oh, that's it. It's, it's getting, getting dark outside. Out. Let's have some music and get this. <laughs> Walking through the high dry grass, pushing my way through slow. Yellow belly black snake sleeping on a barbecue. Waiting for the stranger to go. That's the Brian Boyd remix of <laughs> King of the Mountain Midnight Oil. Here we get this around the nation on Triple M. Ed Cavalier just asking me, is that song about Brocky? Yeah. Because are they doing a will that have to be the theme to the movie? It's coming. Peter O'Brien as Peter Brock. Peter O'Brien? We didn't pick it. Mm. The mullet years. The mu- well, you look more like Brocky than Peter O'Brien does, I think, Marsland. Yeah. you got a touch of the Brock about you. Do you oh, think so? I reckon. Yeah. You could be king of the mountain, Richard. I think you could. I was always of uh, the opinion that uh, Stephen Cummings would have been good casting oh, for Peter Brock. Yeah. Wow. Probably Great. getting on a bit now. Yeah, definitely. That works. But he could play the older Brocky. That's a good idea. <laughs> Abby Cornish is Olivia Newton-John. That's my hot tip. <laughs> oh, is this for real or? No, that's just my hot tip. Right. What's Olivia Newton-John doing in the? Oh, as uh, you mean later on? Yeah, as a telly. I movie. thought you meant as part of the Brocky story. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, no, Olivia Newton-John's playing Abby Cornish in the <laughs> Peter Brock film. <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> it it's going to be good. We haven't got many runs on the board, really. We picked uh, Bradley John Murdoch. That's pretty good. Richard Carter. That was a pretty. Good that's one. pretty good. Todd and, and Brandt were, were a shoe in. Todd and Brandt, Shane is... Jacobson, Dave O'Neill. That's and uh, I'm pushing for Ardlo Hanlon. Ah, from, from Father Ted. Father Dougal from Father Ted. Yeah, yeah. As Bill Shorten. Oh, that's... <laughs> Isn't that good? That's a long bow, but I'd love to see it, it happen. It so work. He's coming out here. We'll convince him to do it. Done. When he comes out here. Done. At the Comedy Festival in Melbourne. Done. Uh, casting. Here's some casting news. I'll mm. tell you what, a lot of people are big fans of uh, Bill Bryson, the writer Bill Bryson. Bill Bryson. Yeah. Oh, hang on, I've got another one. Lockie yeah. Hume as Boy George. <laughs> I always thought Lockie Shave Hume. Shave his head. Go, Boy George. Go with me on this. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's the woman in uh, <laughs> the Kira Bogan jail that's not Chappelle Corby? The other one. Oh, uh, Michelle Leslie? Mich- no, no, not the glamorous Oh, Renee, what's Renee, Renee Lawrence. Lawrence. Lockie Hume. Lockie Hume Think about Renee it. Lawrence. Yeah, the, the eyes. The eyes are the same. Sure. You'll have to stack on a bit, Lockie, but it could be the break he's looking same for. Same beard. Same beard, those two. We are... Yeah, we are serious about lookalikes and casting mm-hmm. in here. Mm-hmm. Bill Bryson, very yeah. funny man, mm. great author, very popular. They're doing a movie. John Wood. Ah, see, is that your best choice for that? It's, it's the first one off the top of my head. Philip I, Seymour Hoffman. I could Philip Seymour Hoffman. I could not think of a good casting lookalike for Bill Bryson. Uh, Peter Russell Clark. That's yeah. not bad. That's the, all right. The old cook. Yeah. Peter G'day, Russell G'day, you know. And so it doesn't matter where he goes in his travels, he's just demanding to know where the cheese is. <laughs> Where's the cheese? <laughs> I was always just the love on Peter Russell Clark. With Peter G'day, Russell G'day, 
Clark. And I always wondered, was it the same G'day twice? Or did he do it twice? <laughs> I think yeah. he did it twice. Important questions yeah. to ask. Um, I used to work on a radio show and someone, it was like, you know, when have you the spotted sex a celebrity? Show? When, 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 when have you spotted was a it celebrity? The sex show? Uh, yeah, sure. It was part of the sex show. And uh, <laughs> someone had spotted Peter Russell Clark and they asked him, hey, Pete, where's the cheese? And his response was, I'll show you where the effing cheese is, mate. <laughs> He's been getting he's been getting that question for about twenty years. I oh, finally sick of it. Where the effing g'day, jeez, g'day is okay. What about Bill Bryson? Yeah. I couldn't think of anyone. Then my wife goes, "Hey, what about Bill Bailey?" And oh, I've gone, really? Okay. And then she's added, "Quote, that's gold." I reckon that is. She's right. That's she's right. Good. Yeah, that is gold. Good. He's got an accent already. So and half ready to go. Bill Bailey could burst into some uh, prog rock. <laughs> Bill Bryson, Robert Redford. Oh, yeah. They've cast Robert Redford as Bill Bryson. Now, he's a lovely bloke, but he's no Robert Redford. Jeez. And okay. besides Robert Redford, Robert Redford, he's like about 35 years older yeah. than Bill Bryson. Yeah. They're getting uh, Redford and Newman back together for A Walk in the Woods, which I think might have been the first Bryson book. Yeah. Book. But Robert Redford as Bill Bryson? That's amazing. You know, see, it's sounding, making Lockie Hume as Relay Lawrence sound quite sensible now, isn't <laughs> it? Incredible. That is coming. Mm. Here's some good uh, news for anyone, really, who wants to make a celebrity of themselves. Oh, yes. Would you like to do that? Oh, probably. A cash-strapped Hungarian village is offering the chance of immortality to anyone willing to pay to have a street named after them. Oh. Uh, Mayor Gabor Ivardi of the northeastern town of <sighs> Ivard. Just name all the streets Gabor, I reckon. He's <laughs> named the town after himself, Ivard. <laughs> Uh, he says naming rights will cost about 660 bucks. And you go, oh, that's all right, a metre mm. oh, for the street. On. But this will guarantee that the name of the street will not change for at least 300 years. Would you like that? Cavalry Boulevard? Cavalry Court would be nice. Yeah, Go south on Cavalry. Ca- what? Oh, no, that, yep. No, that doesn't work. <laughs> Turn left at Marsland. Yep. Yeah. Hang a right at Cavalry. See, these are good names. These are good names. But listen to this. This is uh, Mr Ivody, the mayor. If, for example, Barbara Streisland, who I like a lot, has no street named after her, she may decide to have one in our village. <laughs> Streisland way. Or Streisand, if you like. Either way. But then he points out that the star of Yentl would not actually be qualified as uh, Hungarian law dictates roads cannot be named after the living. <laughs> okay. So he likes her. He just wants her dead. Yeah, that, so, so the subtext... <laughs> It'd be better there, if she was dead. I've got it now. So the subtext there is... Bulgarians want Streisand dead. Hungarians. Bulgarians are yeah. uh, indifferent to Streisand. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, guys. Right. There you go. So, um, I've got, I'm going to sizzle something for the next yeah. break, Tone. Are you going to sizzle something? I've got, I, if I've got another, I've got something for Galen to do. Mm. The flagging career of the horseface Martian yeah. is going to get an absolute rocket up it, thanks to us in the next break. <laughs> there he goes. Well, that's got rid of everybody. <laughs> we'll be back in a moment. Get this. I'll have all the latest from the Oscars coming up later in the show. Brought to you by Ted, who got his phone confiscated for listening to Get This in English class. And Ted, yes, you. Are you chewing? Get, Get this. this. It's M. Around the Nation on Triple M and mm. the podcasts. Are, oh, ah, they're coming thick and fast. We've gone pod mental. We have. <laughs> Two new ones. Podcast nanny state. <laughs> That's what we're living in. What's up? Uh, well, there's, well, I think one went up on Friday. It's got a bit of Cal Wilson and Good. Tony Moclair. Good. 40 minutes of gear. Equally filled with natural cheese and roasted <laughs> veggies is Podcast 59. That's going up today. <laughs> That's full of uh, Peter Rosethorn goodness. 
Grant Dania. Dania. A Lee Simon cameo. Oh, oh Simon cameo. Uh, night moves so much fan. knowledge when he walked in. So much oh. knowledge and gravitas. It was spilling out of him. It was good stuff. At all points. And what we have to... Oh, hang on. Oh, the alarm's gone oh, off. Oh, the alarm's gone off. Um, I think... Oh. <laughs> The extra. It's the special hinder. Alarm, is that right? Ah, oh, the hinder alarm. That uh, means we're about to play Lips of an Angel. Number one, should point that out. Yeah, and, and with a bullet. Yeah. We're living in a hinder nanny state. I saw, the, I saw the film clip the other day. Yeah. Right. It's a wonderful tribute to 1981. <laughs> now, uh, obviously, a lot of people like the song. Yeah. Some people don't. Yep. I understand Sideshow Mike. Ah. Another one of our production gurus here you know has come it. up with a special remix of the song. <laughs> Just for us. So, Thank you, uh, sir. We're about to hit up Talkback Mountain. Uh, we'll see you on the other side. My attitude is that this is a song which has been written from the heart. If um, uh, people greater like this, well, uh, fair enough. Tony Martin and his mate Ed Cavalier. So, so sweet. <laughs> Triple M. Tony, <laughs> when you're calling me <laughs> so It was Hinder, Lips happy, of an Angel. Happy 1981, everyone. Triple it's a new decade. Who knows this. what will happen? That's uh, Ed Cavalier there. The director of the upcoming film, My Dinner with Peter Andre. We'll be getting <laughs> to that. But look, I've brought up the cover of the Hinder album. Have you seen that? That is, it's either the worst album cover ever made or it's a work of comic genius. Look at that. It's basically just a woman's tits and some postcards. Yeah, I, I, I can't make out what's on the postcards, but Nox, jeez. <laughs> Music must be good if she's on board. It's, hey, you jeez know, Louise. Not since the album cover for uh, the Uncanny X-Men's Cos Life Hurts. Do you remember that? <laughs> no. It was just a woman's ass, <laughs> and then the X-Men just hanging around by it. <laughs> just sort of. Just loitering with intent. <laughs> Meet you by the ass. <laughs> Cause life hurts. That was a corker. Jeez Louise. Okay, let's get up the mountain. You know which mountain we mean. Of course it's too bad. Mountain. Here's a story. Have a listen to this. This is from Sydney. The Catholic Church is clamping down on long-winded mm. eulogies. Oh, Pelly Welly. Funeral masses mm. setting a five-minute limit. It's like the Oscars. Yeah, <laughs> then the orchestra to come in. <laughs> Uh, and warning that inappropriate remarks about the dead's romantic conquests and <laughs> drinking prowess are out of line. Why? The first guidelines ever issued by the Sydney Archdiocese, whatever that means, governing words of remembrance for the dead aim to, quote, put the God back into the Catholic funeral mass. So it's God in, yeah. boonie out. Oh. <laughs> Don't That'd be a good thing in a eulogy, just getting the boonie doll to do the Let him do it. See, that's what they're trying to that's stamp out. Yeah, okay. Now, what we're going to do today is let's get some examples of that. Now, I don't want to turn it into, hey, it's wacky funerals. On the leave, on the leave, and it's wacky funerals. <laughs> well, hey, it's hey. not that. That's not what we're looking uh-huh. for. Just examples. Of the, I mean, I've never been to a funeral where the uh, deceased sexual prowess and drinking habits <laughs> were fine. The stats were projected up on a screen. <laughs> a parade of conquests. <laughs> Yeah. But does it go on? Obviously it does, because why are they having an institute this bizarre? Someone's coming in with a nutty wedding telegram style ah, jokes yeah. <laughs> at a funeral. A Who roast. would do that? Yeah. Well, not right. Yeah. It's not a roast. <laughs> it's a roast. It's a roast. Now, well, was, it, was there a, Oh, look, I don't want to get back on a yeah. film. So it wasn't it Amazon Women on the Moon where they right. had a funeral roast? No. Oh, is it? All right. Yeah, yeah and, and it was Goldberg Funeral uh, heading into third big week. <laughs> <laughs> great, great movie. 
Uh, so you'd like a story now, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, I'm trying to think. I have not seen any of this kind of gear. I did once, I've mentioned this before, go to a really funny funeral, which was uh, for the late Myrtle Woods, who yes. was uh, Granny uh, Davis mm. in the bread ads. Yeah. She was 101. Yeah. So it was slightly more lighthearted yeah, than yeah, usual. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Phil Brady got up, uh, dropped 10 minutes of gear. Killed. Pete Smith got up, topped him. Killed. And then waiting out in the wings, unbeknownst <laughs> to everyone, Bert Newton came in, drove it home. Just done. killed. Brought the house down. <laughs> Beautiful. <laughs> but I don't think that's the kind of gear that they're trying to stamp out. No, that's okay. What is going on? Have you well, seen any of this? My friend Damon went to a uh, he went to a, went to a funeral and I said, How was it? And he's like, Oh, you know, everyone's trying to be so earnest. And I was like, What do you mean? And I was like, Oh, everyone's so like I'm trying to be more of a more than the next person oh, and right, right. they're all trying to like hug each other and no, a lot of them didn't the know. Case with funerals? Isn't that always the way? And anyway, he said that he's standing there with his mum and his sister and there was a big group of people all sitting around like drinking cups of tea at the wake. Yeah. And and he said a particularly kind of over earnest, like trying to be the most mournful person at the uh, at the funeral yeah. turned around and looked at them and he said gave them like a come and join our pain look and his mum gave him the finger <laughs> the finger at <laughs> a funeral delightful that's and that's not allowed now what are we living in some no finger at funeral <laughs> nanny state <laughs> political correctness gone mad Richard yeah. Marsden what have you seen I've seen some dodgy behaviour at funerals yes, yes. Um, I went to a funeral a few years ago and someone thought it was such a great day why not take some photos oh, oh. Yeah. of everyone right that's true. And yeah. at the same funeral, someone was trying to pick up someone else. Oh, yeah. Just, and I asked, what are you doing? You know, this is a, this, I mean, it was it was a wake, you know what I mean? Wow. And he was sort of saying, well, you know, there's free drinks and everyone's dressed up. Everyone's looking their best. It's not really the proper form, I don't think. It's not, not, oh, okay, it's all very tasteless, but we'll accept it if it's true. Yeah, well, yeah. that's totally true. We're just true. looking for behaviour. Yeah. That may have inspired the archdiocese to clamp down. We're getting in some trouble here. No, I don't know. I think it's it's on dodgy ground, but um, you know it has to be said. I think a two can limit at a lot of funerals <laughs> would be appropriate. <laughs> There's a lot of tasteless behaviour out there. We want to hear about uh, it. Yes, have uh, you we're seen? Fr- but you have to be front tailed with what are you wearing? Because we forgot to do that yeah. yesterday. <laughs> That's going to work for this. That's yeah, more of an Oscars it. thing. Oh, right, well, there we go. What are you then. wearing to your funeral? No, 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 forget it. No, forget it. Richard oh. Wilkins out the front of your funeral. <laughs> Is that Versace? Yes, Richard. God. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's uh, keep it tasteful. Call us with uh, what you've seen that maybe you shouldn't have seen at a funeral. One triple three five three. That's the Bloodhound Gang. Bad touch here at uh, Get This. Of course, Hooray for Boobies, the album. I think that might also be the title of the Hinder album if you have a look. <laughs> hey, we up that mountain? Of course we are. Because the Catholic Church are clamping down on long-winded eulogies yep. at funeral masses, inappropriate remarks about the dead's uh, romantic conquest, that sort of thing. Do you remember? Always inappropriate uh, behaviour at funerals. Was it that Kerber Enthusiasm episode where... Larry David tries to steal the golf club out of the guy's coffin. Yeah, yeah that's right. <laughs> it does go on. Let's meet some wow. victims of it. Hi, Peter. How you going, Eddie? Really good, mate. What happened? Um, I suppose at the time this wasn't quite humorous, but uh, in hindsight it was when uh, brother-in-law passed away quite a few years ago and when they went to lower the... Um, Lowering down into the grave, the actual lad and dug the grave out uh, large enough so the actual coffin didn't fit. Oh! And how does something like that happen? Did they not take measurements? I have no idea, but I, there was a few uh, inappropriate words said. On, I can assure you that. I mean, there's not too many things that can go wrong. Yeah. In the ca- in the grave digging caper, I would have thought. <laughs> it's just basic math, isn't it? Yeah, it's basic math. So what did you do? 
I, I think we sent everybody away and uh, they let them uh, yeah, come back and sort of let the family to do it later. Yeah. yeah, when they came back it was being squeezed in sideways. <laughs> can, I, can I just say that um, I'm just wearing uh, my favourite designer today, King G. Oh, oh good on you, pal. <laughs> Front of the red carpet for you, you A-lister. Well done, Peter. <laughs> oh, gee, okay, that's no good. The coffin not going that's in. not good. I think it was uh, in Victoria. I could have this wrong. Uh, Jeff Kennedy years ago was trying yeah. to save space in cemeteries Uh-oh. by saying that everyone Stand should up. be... Yeah, yeah. the vertical yeah. funeral. You bash the deceased into yeah. the ground like a tent peak. <laughs> Has that caught on yet? Well, maybe. Hi, yeah, Marcus. Living in a nanny state. <laughs> How you going, fellas? Good, so what happened? Well, at my grandfather's funeral, uh, we walked in and seen my cousin's husband filming it. Oh! <laughs> Why was that? Just can't stop filming things? I'm not sure. He, he looks like a bit of a skinny Ron Jeremy, so... <laughs> <laughs> I explain it. Well, enough said. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. I mean, filming it, when would you watch it back? Yeah. Well, hey, let's put on Barry's funeral. Oh, okay. Look, the coffin's coming up now. Yeah. Look, reverse. <laughs> That's hey, very Mar- odd. Uh, Marcus, is he one of those people that films just everything? Because I was in uh, I was in Sydney over the weekend, and there were people just filming themselves buying train tickets and, and kind of filming themselves not paying for buskers and just walking off yeah. after they'd filmed them a bit? Yeah. Is he one of those? He, he could be. Um, he, he's from South Australia and, yeah. and none of the family really like him, so I think it's his way of... We don't have to talk to him then. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> okay, fair enough. Thank you, Marcus. A lot of people filming themselves in Melbourne at railway stations too. Look, I'm going onto a train. <laughs> I want to preserve this moment. You won't see it again for a week. <laughs> The Puffing Billy's showing up at many <laughs> railway stations I've heard in Melbourne. <laughs> so Just one of those time. things on the, on the old Buster Keaton. <laughs> one in each hand. High hand crank deal. <laughs> this is the 8.15. Sorry, everybody aboard. Hi, Mark. How are you? Hello? Mark? Oh, you're there, Mark. Uh, yeah. Hello, oh, good mate. on you, Mark. Mark, what are you wearing? Um, I was at a funeral um, a while ago and was standing out the, out the back because yeah. it was a pretty big setup. Mm. And there was a group not far from me and somebody actually farted. <laughs> oh. Loudly? And it was loud. Was it mournful? <laughs> uh, yeah, well, yeah, it was a pretty mournful fart. Was it to the tune of Packerbell's Cannon? No, uh, it was um, the, uh, no, the old Death March. The old, oh, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> the Death March. Was it's, uh, once you've started, you're going, the only way to get out of this is to crank out the whole Death March, and so it was deliberate. That's it. And how did it go down, as it were? Um, well, it actually started a saying between um, myself and a group of friends. That's yeah. about as funny as a fight at a funeral. There you go. <laughs> so it, it's kind of kind of um, caught on. Yeah, yeah, well, no, you're right. There's no place for that at a funeral. No. Unexpected farts should be uh, confined <laughs> to yoga classes. <laughs> what have we got next? Hello there, Robert. How are you? Yeah, good, mate. What happened? Well, we went to a funeral and uh, went to the wake afterwards. Everyone was invited back. And uh, all the... Uh, aunties and that put their uh, bags in the hallway and as everyone was about to leave they all noticed that they'd been fleeced. Everything was gone. Oh. Oh. Well that's inappropriate. It's terrible. Very inappropriate. It's got to be stamped out. Was the culprit ever tracked down? Well I think everyone had a fair idea who it was. It was the person drinking very well for the next few weeks. Ah right. Uh, okay. Uh. Right so Peter Foster wasn't on the invite list. <laughs> I just asked that. No, I don't think he was, but he could have been. <laughs> okay, and how was that uh, sorted out? Oh, I think uh, someone might have fixed him up in the end. Is right. that right? Another funeral schedule for the following week. <laughs> That's oh. exactly right. And, uh, and what are you wearing, Robert? 
Uh, pair of beautiful blue shorts and a nice top. Oh, oh. you're our fashion guru for next year. <laughs> and a nice top. Sounds delicious. Uh, thank you, Robert. Hello, Joanne. How are you? I'm very well, thanks, guys. Great show. Oh, thank cheers. you. What happened? Um, my uncle died a few years ago, and we were at his funeral. It was really sad, as funerals often are. And the uh, coffin was getting taken out of the church to the tune of Tom Jones singing Green, Green Grass of Home. Yes. And we're all blowing into our tissues and crying mm. away. Mm. And they forgot to turn the tape off, and then all of a sudden all you could hear was, What's new, pussycat? <laughs> <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> and, and did everyone just act like that was maybe one of his favourite songs as well? That's about it. It was nice. Well, uh, Joanne, what are you wearing? Um, I'm wearing a, a latest um, Mark Hunter number, actually. Ooh. Oh, Mark Hunter. You mean a moo moo? <laughs> Okay. Right. Fabulous. You're going to be on our red carpet next year. <laughs> Finally, <laughs> We're writing all these people down. Oh, no, Chris. Chris, Chris, Chris. How are you, Chris? Yeah, good. Uh, what happened? Uh, my brother went to his girlfriend's grandmother's funeral a month ago right. wearing board shorts and a T-shirt. Oh, what, what did the T-shirt say? Did, did the T-shirt at least have a tuxedo printed on it? <laughs> yeah. No, it was just a blue billabong. Oh, it didn't have I'm with the deceased, something appropriate <laughs> for the occasion. No, and then his phone rang halfway through. Oh, oh no. God. Does it play another one, Bites of Dust? No, it was the James Bond theme, and he got it after the first dun, dun. <laughs> and then he let one go and stole everyone's belongings. <laughs> no, it gets worse. He went to the wake afterwards, mm. and uh, the mother was telling the story about how they were taking her from the hospital, the nursing home to the hospital, and someone was filming a new TV show. And my brother just happened to blurt out, well, I'll probably show it now because she's dead. Oh, dear, dear. <laughs> boom, It's the whole Kerber Enthusiasm episode of this bloke. So well, thank uh, you very much. Thank, what a selection. Thank you, Chris. I think we can see why the uh, Catholic Church <laughs> is having to introduce these regulations. That is just a cross-section of hundreds of people who called oh, I'll up. Better, I'll better wear the good boy shorts. <laughs> she's pretty nice chick. <laughs> hey, is this Billabong T-shirt clean? Oh, it's only got one stain on it. It's clean enough. We should point out those are the most tasteful. I know, those are the ones we can put to wear. <laughs> of the calls we receive. There's a lot going on out there in the funeral nanny state. Who's coming up in the next hour? Hey, Franklin. Get this. They can go back where they came from. Brought to you by Glenn Smith of Tokyo, bringing Capril to Japan. Cause I can if I don't because I wanna It must be lunchtime Be ignored by the step and the board Because I'm gonna And get this, it's the second hour Tony Martin, Richard Marsons here Ed Cavalier's here And look, Heath Franklin's joined us Thanks uh, coming in again, Heath Thank you Whenever you come <laughs> on the show We get this great call from your manager And he always goes Right, do you want Heath as himself Or do you want him as Chopper? And every time I find out it's as me I breathe a sigh of relief Well, we just go, how... You need to chopper on the radio. I mean, we don't have live beeping. I mean, how is it achieved? Um, usually through the magical power of pre-records and lots of beeping. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's an exhaust. Someone, someone asked me to do it once without the swearing, and it was really odd yeah. and fairly mundane as well. So, you know, maybe the character is just a swear word. <laughs> but that's for Australia to decide. <laughs> do you think the real Chopper Reed, when he's interviewed, would he get similar instructions? Yeah, no swearing, mate. I'd be like, oh, 
Well, if, if the reporter could leave with all their appendages, that'd be great, Mark. Um, <laughs> so just yeah, keep, the, just keep the shanking to a minimum, please. <laughs> uh, we're going to be talking about getting the sack. Yeah. A lot of people have been getting the sack lately. That uh, Unjustified. Text, yeah, the text message guy. Why? New South Wales. The, the little baby that drives a car in the air. Given the boot. Unbelievable. Nicholas Boot given the boot from today <laughs> to night. We'll get to them all on Get This. That's Paul Kelly. It's the second hour of Get This on Triple M. Wow. Everywhere, pretty much. And Heath Franklin's with us. Another round, uh, please. Thanks for coming in, Heath. Thank, thank you, Machine. We've been... <laughs> it's a beauty. That's what it is. Uh, we've been talking funerals, inappropriate funeral behaviour. There's a fair bit of it about... Uh, we had someone call in the last hour. Mm. Had a cell phone go off at a funeral. Did you have a bit of that, Mr. Marsland? I reckon that must be a common thing. A lot of mobile phones go off because people just forget to turn them off. Yep. Um, I was at a funeral. Uh, someone, their, their phone went off, and the theme was the Six Feet Under theme. Oh, yeah. wow, wow, wow. Totally wow. true. And the person was trying to laugh it off, saying, hey, kind of appropriate. Ah. And then someone said, or inappropriate, as the case may be. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so. Do you have a ringtone, an annoying ringtone, Heath? My, my ringtone is amongst the most annoying. I searched far and wide, <laughs> and uh, not only do I have a very irritating ringtone, I change it often on public transport. Oh, yeah. so, What's it doing at the moment? Uh, at the moment, <laughs> it's a strange, weird techno number that just gets in your head and makes you want to put a drill to your forehead. So, um, okay. Yeah, it's, it's a corker. An old Chopper Reed trick. <laughs> Chopper Reed, what is he advertising at the moment now? It's tools in some states, a tool shop of some oh, yeah. sort. Yeah. And then you were telling me, you were telling me off air, he's, he's selling himself. Yeah, he is. If you look on eBay, there is, um, I think, 14 different people have put a bid on a four-hour tour with Chopper Reed, including free lunch and a limousine ride, and uh, where you go around Melbourne, and he, I suppose, shows you places where he stabbed and maimed people. <laughs> which would be interesting for four hours. Oh, but um, the best bit is in the eBay ad, it just keeps repeating, we're open to suggestions. So it's obvious that they've got no idea <laughs> what they're doing. They're like, what, what, what do you guys want to do? Do you want to have some lunch or something? Should we have some lunch? And Yeah, yeah so it's just odd that it's already up Four to hours me. is a long time as four well. Hour, four hours is a long time for sort of really awkward conversation. <laughs> I think it about take about five minutes to realise that you and Mark have absolutely nothing in common. <laughs> I've said this before, but I'd like to think that Chopper Reed will one day retire to one of those apartments uh, at Pentridge Heights. You know that <laughs> yeah, the new they've turned Pentridge great. into a block of apartments? Yeah. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah, come full cycle. And we got shown around. We were filming something there, and the guy who was selling the apartments, a bloke in a shell suit, just shows us around, and he's going, Over there, mate, I used to be H Division. Now, uh, sex in the city style warehouse luxury. <laughs> Just throw in the phrase sex in the city. That's a, a, the new real estate trick, That's apparently. Uh, you are back on tour as Chopper Reed, doing more dates than the man himself. What is the latest gear? What are you doing? Uh, it was bingo last time. It was bingo last time. This time it's hard in the up Australia, yes. um, which it should be really good. It's an instructive <laughs> night. It's, it's an instructive night. Basically, it's... Uh, a lot like if Dr. Phil had a bit of mongrel about him ah. um, and, and a big moustache. Right. So, oh, and also if he'd done a bit of time and stabbed sure. a few people. So it's, Fair enough. It's a bit different. <laughs> what about the... How did the bingo go and how hard was it to organise and corral? It's because gorgeous. you're not just doing comedy. You've got to keep, you know, the whole just, bingo yeah. thing going for real. Uh, the truth be known, it was a total nightmare. Um <laughs> We had to, we thought, oh, this would be great. We'll just put on a show. It'll be very simple. You know, just put on bingo. The RSLs can do it. Why can't we? And then we figured out 
that by the end of it, we had a shopping list for each show that was included a meat tray in the shape <laughs> of Chopper Reed. Um, also, bingo cards for 250 people, Texas for 250 people, a pinata, uh, broom handles, blah, 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 blah. And um, yeah, and some nights you'd be finishing the fifth game and it was five minutes in and other nights, you know, you'd be still on the first game and someone's like, it's been four hours, let them go. <laughs> so... Um, yeah, it was chaotic, and hopefully this one will have slightly more structure, but, you know, we'll see what happens. And the people who come along, I mean, are they really taking the bingo seriously, or...? Not really, no, I don't think. I think there were some people who weren't even playing, but there were the odd people who were playing bingo like it was going out of fashion, and you'd be like, so, do you know what I reckon's funny? They're like, shut up, get to the numbers. <laughs> <laughs> I want that meat tray. Yeah. The night I saw it, the meat tray was getting thrown around. It had gotten opened up. <laughs> That's, for, for a while there, we thought it would be funny to have uh, two people come on stage and have a nunchucker fight with raw sausages. <laughs> but the one thing we soon discovered about raw sausages is that you just cannot wash them out at all from anything ever. And we spent about nine hours afterwards cleaning up the theatre. Oh, <laughs> the well. theatre techie was there going, I can't, I can't believe this is happening. This is, oh, oh no. And... Um, he had a brain explosion, basically. Yeah, I can't believe you can't do that sort of thing. We're living in an anti-nunchuck nanny state, aren't we, here in Australia? Yeah, yeah. Things are getting a bit liberal. I've got a lot of things to call. And Oh, yeah, we've got to talk about what's yes. going on way up north. Let's do that next on Get This. That's Wolfmother here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Heath Franklin is with us and about to embark on the biggest damn tour I've ever seen. Look at all these dates here. Date City. It's uh, Chopper's Hard and the Freak Up. That's what we're calling it. Mm-hmm. Tour. Uh, I mean, pretty much anywhere you're listening to this, except maybe Japan, if you're listening on the internet, Heath's going there. North it, Queensland? We're, th- we're thinking about North Queensland. It depends how much people want us there. Uh, uh, well, they're busy. A lot yeah. of brothels opening up. They are busy up there. <laughs> There's a big story coming out of Cairns that uh, firstly a brothel opened up, yep. and then a strip club. Oh, God. And uh, what some, next? Well, a local councillor was... Uh, quoted as saying this was the result of uh, educated liberal types from down south bringing strip clubs up north. <laughs> well, so man, that's what the that's educated the first liberal thing. types do. That's the first thing I did when I graduated from my <laughs> university. I was like, damn it, I want the brothel. <laughs> but surely Chopper Reed, a bit of, you know, that kind of gear, that's going to, it's not going to oh, get thrown I've, out of town. There could be a bit of demographic overlap there. <laughs> I, I don't, don't want to go... Making judgments or anything like that, but I mean, maybe we can organise a two for one deal. Ah, that's a good idea. Um, yeah, you know, a bit of commercial synergy might be commercial might be the right synergy. thing for town. You've got the marketing speak down. Well, yeah, that's right. You know, I think I had a uh, blue sky meeting with myself earlier oh, today. Yeah. Do any inside mining? And, uh, yeah, I did some inside mining. Yes, yeah. indeed. And, having uh, trouble and ideas igniter would probably be the go. <laughs> You're gonna need an energy captain. Well, I, I just dropped myself in the discovery tank, and it was all good after yeah. that. So you can have a fine storm while you're in there. And if the igniter doesn't work, you can hose it down with an ideas shower. Mm. It's exhausting. I don't know what any of that means. Uh, you know, do we need to harden the freak up here in Australia? Do you think that uh, is actually the case? Not everyone does. I think there are a few people that need to, though. I came across a guy the other day who was standing next to his car, and he's like, "Oh, do you need to change a tire?" And I kind of went, "Yes." <laughs> Do you? And it was quite apparent that he didn't. But he had one of those gargantuan, like, off-road monsters. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that'll yeah. serve you. Well, right. surely, mate, if you've been off-road, you changed a few tyres, right? <laughs> but uh, he didn't have a clue. So yeah. it's kind of aimed at you. That's uh, right, you, Mr. Four Drive Man. It's Here's another reason for, well, it's a, it's a harden-the-freak-up situation. It's a nanny state example. What's happened? The five-blade shaver. I mean, what's going on there? So it finally happened. The Frank fusion. 
Well, we did this sketch years ago yeah, on, on the late show when there were only two blades. And we went, hey, wouldn't it be funny if they went to three and then, like, went to four and then it ended up as 16? <laughs> wouldn't that be a hilariously <laughs> picaresque, whimsical concept? And then the Mac 3, yep. then the Mac 4, Mac now the four. Fusion. What are the five blades doing? I, th- I think, <laughs> I could be very wrong, I think the fifth blade is actually a precision blade that's been mounted on the back so you can flip the razor and get your sideburns all neat. Wow. Oh. Yeah, so, I th- but I'm pretty sure, and this is not official, that it was sent back from the future. <laughs> is that right? In a time capsule or something to that effect. Make it bases with- smoother. Yeah, that's right. Why do you need to flip it round? I mean, why couldn't you just use the normal... Come on, Tony. ...bit to just Come do your side? Come on, Tony. What's do your market research, bro. <laughs> do your market research. Get a focus group, it's, would you? It was like that thing we used to have when we were a kid, the brushomatic, the K-tail brushomatic for removing lint. Mm-hmm. And then there was so much mechanics and hydraulics involved in turning <laughs> the thing around so you could put the lint back on, yeah. presumably. <laughs> and you want to just turn it round your hand. Look, it's reversible. My hand's reversible. What on earth has been... Was it at that point your parents said, go outside and yeah. play Taylor? Move to Australia now. <laughs> That's what they said. Uh, we've got more to talk about. Sackings. Who's getting the sack oh, now? Let's yeah. talk about that next on Get This. Thank you, a flock of seagulls. Taking the music seriously here at Get This around the nation on Triple M. Heath Franklin is here. The Chopper Hard and the Freak Up tour is uh, coming to your town. I think mm-hmm. you're fine. Do you have time preparing for this tour, Heath, to watch something as uh, idiotic as the Oscars? No, I don't actually. Usually I can't handle the Oscars. Oh, it was great. Shadow puppets. They were filling it out with shadow puppets. Yep. Big that's, treat. It went down a big hit at my house. Yeah. Loved that's, it. That's phenomenal. Surely that's the very pinnacle of entertainment, isn't Bernardo it? Bernardo Bertolucci came out and did some balloon animals. It's fantastic. <laughs> what yeah, was going on? What What were we talking about before? There was O'Toole. O'Toole. That's didn't right. Win. Wasn't happy. Didn't win and is now old enough that he just doesn't care that he looks pissed <laughs> off. In the other actors, the other best actor nominees, pretending to be... Grinning through it. Oh, happy about it. Peter O'Toole. Fantastic. Fuck this. People kept making jokes about Peter O'Toole, and then they cut to him like, oh, he's going to love that. And he'd just be looking so blankly like, and who on earth is that woman in a suit? <laughs> Why is she talking to me? Who is Jack Black? Yeah. <laughs> Clearly had no idea. That was the only good bit, I thought. Yeah. That's all that O'Toole. Yeah, that was mm. good gear. Uh, what about getting the sack? Oh, look, there's so it's much of it, isn't You it? know, obviously last week, all the talk was of this uh, bloke in I New missed South it, Wales. Tone. I honestly missed it. What happened? Well, we had uh, a bloke who was a candidate uh, for a marginal seat, and he's sending text messages mm. involving uh, sex with goats. That was it. Now here, <laughs> And he claims it was just... Pro-sex with goats? Yeah, pro-sex with goats. It was a joke <laughs> for, you know, his mates. If you can't have a joke, it's un-Australian, he said. <laughs> Un-Australian is just the best well, word in the world, the, isn't it? <laughs> sure is. That's well, uh, our, our version of if you're not with us, you're against us. What, what, what was the uh, context? Well, he just sent it out to a few fellow councillors. Was it a promise? I, I think what it was what it was, was um, some sort of joke leading up to the instructions of how to. Now, here it is. <gasps> the video you have been... Oh, the video you have ordered about how to have sex with men <laughs> with small penises <laughs> is ready for collection. Yeah. And the DVD entitled Anal Sex with Goats oh, yeah. is overdue. Oh, yeah. So, okay, you've thought of that. I mean, it's quite elaborately worded. That's yeah. the thing. And you're sending it to people you don't know. He's got a couple of speechwriters working on it. <laughs> you don't know these people. You're sending it out there. They'll love that anal sex with goats gear. What I love is it has to be anal sex with goats. Wouldn't just sex with goats be enough? No, sir. <laughs> no, I've got a worse needs another draft. 
<laughs> Clearly. Is he paying some of the... Uh, who was that person on the payroll writing speeches for a politician? Was there a conservative columnist? Writing? Oh, yeah, Christopher Pearson. Yeah. Right, being paid by taxpayers paid to by write taxpayers. speeches. I think this guy's got the uh, editors of Zoo on board to help write some <laughs> speeches for him. <laughs> no, that was very dodgy, that Christopher Pearson business. Because mm. that means, technically, mm. we are paying writers for the Murdoch Papers to write speeches for the government. Good. That's... We're just happy with that, are we? Yeah, help get the point across. If you're against that, it's some sort of nanny state. Yeah, Political correctness got mad. Who else has got you the You educated liberals with your brothels. You're all the same. <laughs> <laughs> Our tweedy brothels. Uh, <laughs> sorry, uh, yeah, so he got the sack, did he? Yeah. Oh. Then you've got the cute kitty driving the oh, car. Oh, yeah, very Go cute on. kitty. As they point out, uh, the, the car in the ad was wearing a seatbelt, so it's all fine. <laughs> Do they uh, honestly think toddlers are going to be inspired to jump behind the wheel of the four-wheel it's drive? It's a nanny state. Nanny state. Uh, I can imagine, though, that if my toddler uh, stole my four-wheel drive and picked up a hitchhiking other toddler and then went <laughs> surfing, I'd, I'd blame the car company straight away. I don't think it would have been my parental lacking at any <laughs> that, that was responsible for it at all. I'd be like, damn those ads. I'd be, more, kid. Yeah. I'd be more impressed than anything else. Well, it would probably know how to change a tyre as well. Which ah, is yes. Yeah, that so, would be good. You know, over... The other guy. <laughs> then we had <laughs> <laughs> Nicholas Boot. He got sacked. Yeah, he got booted. Today, tonight, reporter. You hadn't heard about this, Heath. Oh, it's fantastic. No, I hadn't. But it's it sounds like he's really <laughs> taken journalism to the max. Like, just a hundred ten. I mean, to I thought max. I thought it was good when um, a current affairs show started playing like really emotional music during reports because up until that point, I didn't know how to feel. And exactly. then the music comes on, you're like. Oh, I feel sad. Yeah. Thanks thanks for filling in the blanks for me. Have you seen that uh, <laughs> the ads for The Biggest Loser? And it says, 14 inspirational Australians. And then it's the really inspirational music as a really, really fat guy just tries to get up off a stair. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, the chariots of fire thing. <laughs> okay, sackings. Who's been... Oh, oh, we've got one in our midst. Oh. Some sad music mm. for Richard oh, Marsland. Oh, okay, right. I'm playing Ooh. air violin. He's been sacked many times before, including from this network. <laughs> we rescued him from a sacking. Oh. He's been sacked from his column in the Adelaide uh, Sunday Mail, is it? Yeah, the uh, Adelaide Sunday Mail every Sunday. 700 words every Sunday, and I loved doing it. It was my favourite time I of the week. I know you said that to me, Rich. Got the bone to make way for more sport. Oh, oh yeah, there you go. You can write about sport, Rich. I can do that. I have written about sport. Okay, i got an, I I got an idea. I'm happy that sport is getting the recognition it finally <laughs> deserves, though. Give it an extra 12 pages. How Cause... about you get yourself in a nightclub, Yeah, just stand in the vicinity of a footballer, put on a wig, look like a woman, he will punch you. <laughs> then bang, columns back in. I need to be a footballer or married to one, I think, uh, to, to have a column. Yeah, so, yeah. Uh, my final column in the Adelaide Sunday Mail. Can I forward promote? You yeah. do. March 18. March 18. <laughs> What's Adelaide it about? Listeners? What's it about? Uh, I'm not sure. Maybe on being boned. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. I'm trying to think of a sassy title. Or just start on some little issue like, uh, you know, bucket back or yeah. one of these uh, water related issues. That's a good And then about halfway through, just get bitter and nasty and just go out all guns blazing. <laughs> <laughs> Tip a bucket on everyone at the mail. <laughs> Go on, Mars, let's do I, it. I was thinking about it, yeah. I shock, might give it a shock. Make, make it end with the word firebomb and I'll be all right. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we want to hear if you've been sacked. That's all there is to yeah, it today. Yeah, 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 is this yeah. another dangerous topic? No, I reckon this will be right. If there's interesting circumstances attached, call us here and get <laughs> this. Tell us what happened. One triple three five three. Get this. This is not doing my back any good. Brought to you by Craig Fisher, purveyor of dodgy dog impressions. This was him, remember? Uh, Down. Down, boy. 
Meaning yeah, Triple M. Let's get this around the nation on Triple M. Heath Franklin is sitting in with us, and Ed, who's been given the Nicholas boot. Hello, Steve. How are you? Yeah, good afternoon. How's things? Well, good, sir. What happened? Uh, many years ago, I used to work for a major airline, and I was in charge. I used to tag the containers where all the luggage went into. Yes. Yeah, uh, one night I put the Frankfurt flags bags on the New York flight oh. and the New York bags on the Frankfurt flight. Oh. oh, right. This was considered so unusual <laughs> that you had to be sacked. <laughs> well, I mean, like, it takes a fair few hours for it to roll around. I went home and came back the next day and... Uh, yeah, supervisors looked at me and everyone's staring. I thought, oh, hello. He's gone with me and off to the head office. And the guys just said, you know what, you're done. I said, I just got to work. But and surely, they told me. wouldn't this happen all the time? Yeah. Wouldn't they be sacking people? Come uh, on, mate, not... you've sent the bags to Frankfurt. You've sent the boogie board to Bali. It's all back to front, buddy. <laughs> hey, but Steve, I was in, uh, I was at uh, Chicago O'Hara Airport over Christmas and they just had a room full of bags that had gone to the wrong place. And when I said that my bag had been lost, the guy just went, yep, have a look. And I went into a room, 200 bags. Wow. Oh, the American local airlines are shocking. They're really, really bad for Go it. Go over there, bro. Get a gig. You <laughs> can mean, get a sweet gig over there. You'd be put in charge. <laughs> Ed has so much fantastic new gear on this year. <laughs> <laughs> Looking good. Find that room. Uh, thank you very thank much, you, Steve. Steve. Heath, were you saying you know someone who's had this happen to them? Well, I don't know them personally, but I read an article about a uh, air hostess on British Airways. And or some airline, yeah. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> yes, probably not British Airways. It, I could, have, it could have been anyone, really. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were experiencing some very normal turbulence, and uh, just in the middle of nowhere, this air hostess ran to her seat, strapped herself in, and started screaming, "Oh my God, we're all gonna die!" <laughs> That's not out of the book. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, she'd been through normal turbulence before. Just something in her brain clicked over wrong, and and they could they'd calm her down, and all the passengers would be like, "All right, it's fine." And then out yeah. of nowhere, "Oh my God, we're all gonna die!" <laughs> so yeah. she had to be let go. Uh, Mid flight, just chucked out. Uh, <laughs> chucked out the airlock. The uh, flying high, the movie Aeroplane or Flying High comes to mind. Yes, when that scene where the uh, you know where they're all running around, mm. they're all panicking because they think they're gonna die. Yeah, and and who should run across? the front of screen remember yeah. Tay the woman from the front of the Hinder album yeah the woman from the front of the Hinder <laughs> album oh, yeah. <laughs> so have a look and listen to the audio commentary because when all the Zucker brothers are talking throughout the yeah. whole film very seriously about how much it takes to get sight gags and you know how much it, how much time yeah. it took to write this character to get it right and when I come to that bit there's about 40 <laughs> seconds of silence and then you just hear one go <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> For some reason, Ray Fiennes comes on the comments and goes, At her! Uh, have you been sacked? We want to hear more sacking stories. One triple three five three. How to save a life the free. Um, Here we get this on Triple M Around the Nation. Heath Franklin's with us. A massive fan of the video for that song. Yeah, it's a good one. <laughs> Tearing it's, up. Uh, sorry. <laughs> it's a good video clip. We'll get you so, through the scene. Emotional. We'll do this after. Heath and I have got some shout-outs to some budding journalists that we'd like to give after oh, yeah. talk back. But uh, first... Uh, sackings. Who's been sacked a la Nicholas Boot, uh-huh. a la the sex with goats bloke? Hello, David. There you go. Good, thank you, sir. What happened? Uh, one of the blokes that I used to work with, yeah. um, we work in uh, like an electrical company. We import a whole lot of gear. Yeah. He knocked off something like 12 or 14 projectors. <laughs> They were, they were like four grand each retail. <laughs> yes. Takes them all to the same cash converter. Oh. <laughs> Do you 
200 bucks a pop. Wow. Oh. And just a reminder, Greg Fleet will be back on the show in a couple of weeks. Uh, two, he got 200. Jeez. Yeah. That was Projected. worth it. What sort of projectors? Oh, yeah. Like cinema projectors? Yeah. All right. Gee, idea. Because it'd be a big market for that. You can see the bloke from Hoyts go, <laughs> we're a bit short here. I better put down the cash converter, see what they've got going. Because cash converters is the first place you'd look to. Uh, oh, who have we got? We've got a big conference coming to town. Someone pop down to cash converters. <laughs> or Get us a mega drive and a projector. Yeah. That's possibly uh, legitimate. Thank you. Hello, Walker. Hey, you going there, boys? Really good, thanks, Walker. What happened? Um, I was over in the UK uh, working and I accidentally, I was working at a wood yard, making yeah. um, wooden pallets, wooden sheds, um, wooden everything, and I was putting the top of this lid on a box and I accidentally shot the bloke in the face with a nail. Oh, that'll, oh. that'll do it. <laughs> and was the man all right? Uh, it cut him. Okay. Yep. You got the sack. Oh, yeah, you got the sack. We're living in a nail gun nanny state. <laughs> Can't shoot someone in the face with a nail gun. Hard enough, Australia. Um, <laughs> you weren't, it wasn't Tom Foolery, was it? No, but the worst thing is, was I had to drive that, he had to drive me home, that bloke, after that, so it wasn't, it wasn't very safe. <laughs> was the nail still in? You'll, uh, you'll never lose his keys. You can just hang him on his face now. Yeah, it just went through his cheek and oh, just yeah. sort of nicked oh, him open a fair bit. Yeah, oh, just, a, just through his cheek. What a wuss. Happy uh, ending. Thank you, Walker. Hello, Heath. How are you? Hi, how are you? Really good, sir. What happened? Okay, I was uh, sacked for inappropriate use of emails. <laughs> Your name isn't the West Excelsior Corporation <laughs> of the Ukraine, is it? <laughs> no, Tone. What happened was there used to be these things pop-ups were like instant messaging yeah and me and a colleague and a manager were having discussion about our exploits on the weekend and <laughs> i accidentally sent it to uh one of the more straighter staff members oh wow <laughs> you know what and i bet they didn't appreciate your goat work did they not at all no. <laughs> there's a parliamentary vacancy in new south wales <laughs> and Stuck with Billy for the rest of my life. Ah, oh, well. Ah, <laughs> oh, well. I'd love to go into more detail into what was in that pop-up, so. but I feel like we shouldn't. Who's going Hi, next? Hi, Jodie. How are you? Hi, good, thanks. What happened? Uh, a friend of mine, when he was a teenager, mm-hmm. a fair few years ago, he was working at KFC. Ah, oh, fine institution. <laughs> and a bunch of his mates came in and uh, he hurled a raw piece <laughs> of chicken across the restaurant. Oh, he was sacked. That's not <laughs> KFC way. As, uh, can I say, I'm speaking now as Gus, uh, that that is just inappropriate, <laughs> yeah. you know? And in those delicious burgers, I never would have tolerated that. Yeah. Was, he, was he sacked for that or for not having a proper five-word greeting? <laughs> <laughs> I had a friend who worked in a uh, in a clothes shop, and he yeah. said the only phrase that it was banned when when somebody walked in was "Hi, how are you?" You had to come up with a creative way <laughs> of greeting them, like yeah. "Sweet chinos, bruh," or <laughs> uh, "Or digging the bling, homes." Yeah. Uh, dear, oh dear. Well, that's I'm uh, sorry about that, Jody, but obviously you're talking to a man over there who was himself technically sacked from KFC for I hurling was. a raw performance in the face <laughs> of Australia. <laughs> Too emotionally raw. <laughs> they weren't ready to deal with it. Hello, Nathan. How are you? G'day, guys. How are you? What happened, bro? Uh, I worked in a factory a few years ago and had a <laughs> bit of an argument with a uh, supervisor. And instead of going the punch, I went a little bit passive-aggressive and yeah. stole the key from his forklift and threw that up and got it stuck in the insulation at the roof. <laughs> oh. uh, Still there to this very day? Uh, it could possibly be. I didn't get to see the aftermath, but I know they had to get a forklift in to remove his forklift. Out ah, of that. Oh, that's the irony. The ultimate victory. <laughs> how mature, may I say how mature of you, sir? <laughs> oh, yeah, I thought so at the time. <laughs> and what are you doing now? 
up working in a factory. Oh, <laughs> oh, right. Well, there you go. Give him a repeat. Go on. <laughs> do it again. Don't stop there. Do we uh, have any? Do we have any more time, Tom? I think we don't. But what do you mean? Hello there, Tim. How are you? <laughs> yeah, not too bad, boys. Talk us through it. Uh, my old man got the sack when he was a bit younger. He um, worked in a TV warehouse. Yeah. And he used to wear the like rhinestone belt as he did back in the day. <laughs> yes. And um, because it was so heavy, the TVs and they used to lift from the side. Yes. Ruined 200 TVs. <laughs> 200 TVs with his rhinestone belt. I mean, wouldn't they have noticed after 60 or 70? <laughs> well, one of the, the foreman walked in and goes, why do these TVs got scratches? The, the ruins lot, like the lot's ruined and just said, yeah, got to go. And, Got his marching orders. I've got to go. He just said, well, thank you very much, and threw on the cape and left. <laughs> and dazzled his way point. out of there. Uh, thank you very much. Oh, that's everyone. We don't have time. Oh, That's everyone. Thank you, everyone. We didn't get to. They worked brilliantly today, Tone. Good phone topics. Thank you for everyone who called up, was sacked, and had us laugh at them. That's what we do here at Get This. That's you too. Beautiful day here at Get This Around the Nation on Triple M. Thank you for sitting in for the whole hour here, Franklin. Well, thank you for allowing me to sit in for the whole hour. Yeah, I know it's, you know, it's a pretty scary show today because we've been warning you about the ultimate effects of global warming. Water savers are being warned of new dangers around the home. Recycling efforts have led to a surge in spinal pain dubbed bucket back. <laughs> bucket back, Heath. Is that evidence that we're getting too soft here in Australia? I don't, I don't think so. I think Bucket Back is valid, and that's my cause celeb now. I'm going to take it on, and I'm going to take this all the way to Canberra. Oh, in can between I? your tour, Shoppers yes. Harden, the Where F Up Australia. And I'd just like to point out mm-hmm. that through a series of multimedia presentations, motivations, puppetry, and extreme but justifiable violence, mm-hmm. Chopper hopes to change the way people look at themselves. That's what you're going to get a whole evening of... Well, positivity from Chopper. Life coaching. That's right. And also, now that I've found out about this horrible epidemic, probably free massages for anyone who can prove that they're suffering from bucket back. There we go. <laughs> Why have you opened uh, well, the Zoo magazine at that page, yet? Well, no, because uh, Chopper, through Heath, has a column Yeah. Uh, sometimes. Right. He, yeah. Yep, he's happy. And uh, tell me something. What's that? What are the journalism awards called? Walkleys. The Walkleys. Yeah. I have got. I, well, got and, then, and then there's the Nobel Peace Prize. Oh, as well. that's true. Well, the probably and the and the Pulitzer yeah. and the yeah, yeah, and the Booker. I'm going to nominate for all of those. Bert from the Gold Coast in Queensland, <laughs> who writes into Crystal and says, "Dear Crystal, uh, I lost my hand in a work injury, and now I just have a stump. Mm-hmm. My new partner doesn't seem bothered by it, but using my stump to pleasure her is it would 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 yeah so, okay be stepping the mark." <laughs> <laughs> says Bert, poor guy. I mean, this yeah. is, he's had this problem happen and he thought, what am I going to do? I know who I'll write into, Crystal. Now, Crystal, <laughs> being the... Am- the hand gestures that went think, with that little being the amazing, you know, Being the amazing chameleon of the media that she is, she's managed to find a way to not only pout at us uh, while still having the thumb down the derps, but also come up with a way of writing responses yeah. that make it sound that she, exactly like she's a zoo... Editor, that this, thumb this, down the derps is just taking the piss out of that letter. Right, <laughs> sure is. Uh, he, and Crystal says, if you've just started dating, it might be pushing it. No pun intended. Oh, oh dear. Wah, wah, wah. Oh look, come on. That's, was that some sort of stump job there? But, um, Please, can we hit the end music and get out of here? The segment's <laughs> turning very unpleasant. <laughs> uh, Chopper, when's he coming to my town? You say just pretty soon, pretty much. Anywhere you might be listening to this. Pete's got all the dates in his memory. Go. March 1st to May 18. <laughs> March 1st to May 19. Wow, wow. That's right. Two and a half months of job. We're doing uh, 
Adelaide, Albury, Ballarat, Brisbane, Canberra, Geelong, Melbourne, Newcastle. Extra show added to Newcastle, Perth, Sydney, Wollongong, possibly Townsville. Send us a letter if you want us to come to Townsville and possibly Tasmania as well. And if you've got any complaints about today's show, you're living in a nanny state, clearly. <laughs> but if, if you do have any complaints, uh, feel free to write them out in triplicate, roll them into a point and jam them in your eye. <laughs> it's uh, our producer's birthday Nikki's today, birthday. Nikki Hamilton. And we really need to get her something. Are there any copies of that Hinder album? Uh, what's it called? <laughs> Moist? You think it's, it's called Moist? Just before this, I've got what's that Hinder album called? And quick as you like, Richard Marsden's got Moist. Oh, well, I, I could be wrong. <laughs> it's not it called Moist. It's not. It should be. Uh, okay. My second Someone. least favourite word in the English language. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'll ask Crystal. Happy birthday, <laughs> Nikki. And uh, I think our key phrase today was... Fuck it back. The painful condition. Bucket back. This is not doing my back any good. Bucket back. Experts recommend bucketers bend their knees, twist, keep feet apart, and lighten the load. You ready? Bucket back. Great. And we'll be back tomorrow with Lawrence Mooney. And it's all thanks to as yet nobody. Bucket back.